Hey y'all, welcome back. This is a brand new episode. We're live from Austin, Texas. This episode is featured in a really quaint coffee shop called Merit Coffee right across UT campus. I am joined with Santiago Salazar. This is a very unique episode because we're able to really discuss what it means to be an entrepreneur and his idea of really going that extra mile for the clients, for the customers overall that come in to the door of his flower shop and the backside story of how this company was able to just fall into place and the hardship, the idea of really just brainstorming and wanting to be very unique, very different from all the other flower shops in the area and just around the world really. I truly feel like the best is yet to come for this amazing company called Floor Keeps. So without further ado, Please enjoy this very unique episode that we discuss entrepreneurship, we discuss perseverance, and we discuss what it really is to just be the best version of you, and also what it means to just go that extra mile. In this episode, you might hear a little background noise. We're in this coffee shop um, for a little while. Uh, It was raining. It was a very intense type of rain going on in the background, but hey, kudos to Santiago for pulling through, and I'm sure that everyone will enjoy this episode. Okay, so Santiago, where did you get inspired for this type of venture slash whole project? So this venture actually came up around a few years ago, three years ago, actually, back in 2019. I had visited my father in Colombia. where we went to a floral exposition. We went and looked at new vendors and florists solely because my dad had been working in the flower business for so long. And so I went with him just to keep him company, honestly. While we were there, I was seeing some really, really cool flowers, flowers that I've never seen in the States before or even in my entire life. And while we were there, after seeing so many cool flowers, it made me excited about what my dad's business could be. Um, And with that, I came back to the States, went about my everyday life, and then fast forward to 2020, where COVID-19 happened, right? Like changed our entire lives. At that moment, I knew I wanted to make a change in my career because everyone was working from home. And I'm also searching for fulfillment, excuse me. I think that everyone's looking for that. And everyone in my life had been asking me, why haven't you joined your, your dad in business? Like, why don't you just take that over? And I always wanted to do something for myself first. And then this seemed like the perfect opportunity. I said, you know, the world's kind of weird. Everyone's making like drastic changes. I'm going to be one of those people. And in 2021, I came up with a new company called Floor Keeps. So inspired by all the products I had seen years ago, I wanted to revamp that idea here in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, And who was your biggest influence growing up? Our biggest influence growing up, it's going to be more than one person. It's certainly going to be my mom and my dad. Um, as a kid coming in from Colombia, I moved to the States when I was two. And my parents left everything to give us a better life here, right? So while they were, you know, owning their own cleaning service and all my other friends' parents were doing these big corporate jobs, I never really understood like why, right? Like why my parents are doing this. And I felt somewhat, you know, shameful for 
what they were doing. And at a young age, you don't really understand what's happening and why things are what they are. Um, but it, it's until you grow up where you realize that all those efforts, you know, all that moment of discomfort is going to lead to greater things. And then that's what makes them the biggest inspiration for me is because they've worked their entire life to give me and my sister a life that we could only dream of. I still can't believe some of the things that I've seen or been able to do solely just because of them. Um, and I'm eternally grateful. And I think that's what gives me my drive is holding myself accountable knowing that whatever my hardest day is in life right now won't compare to what their hardest day was back when they were my age or even when they were raising me. Um, so yes, they are my biggest inspirations. They still continue to be, even when they're around or when they're not around anymore, they will continue to drive me. And that type of work ethic, I think, will be instilled in generations to come. Um, where did they start the cleaning business? Was that in Florida? Yeah, that was in Florida. So we initially moved to Miami, and then my sister was born, and we moved then to Tampa, Florida. The whole gang, like the four of us, but also my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, we all lived within a five mile radius of each other in Palm Harbor, Florida, um, which is awesome because family is so important. We were able to experience that all the time. But during that time, what else can you do where you're limited with language barriers and, you know, resources is, well, you know, staying clean. And so my mom started Sandra's cleaning service and they built accounts with several apartment complexes. And I remember being picked up after school and going to these complexes and um, doing my homework on the, on the ground while my mom, you know, is, and my dad are working tirelessly. Um, so yeah, they did that for just a few years, really about five years. And then different career changes started to happen for them and things started to blow up a little but in a better way. In a fantastic way. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. I like that hearing about like the American dream or how someone like goes from ground one to ground 10 like, type of thing. Right. That's awesome. Okay. And the next question, how, how has owning your own business or flower shop in this case always been a dream or develop over time? So kind of what I mentioned earlier, it was something that came to me as a surprise. Um, I was never really always passionate about flowers, but I always was passionate about business. I love learning about people. I love learning about different strategies, how to grow a product or how to get people interested in something um, or to believe in something. That was very, very cool. So this was just a good opportunity for me to take a resource that I had, which is my dad's support, a business that he already somewhat built alone and take it and grow that 10x um, but not only on from a numbers perspective but from a personal standpoint get people invested and create real fans out of what we do and show that we care about people in the community and that we're actually giving back we're not just running a business we're running a lifestyle in a community uh, and so that's really what drives me and, and what made me passionate behind this career path so flowers is just an outlet for me to be able to do that. However, flowers are a huge perk, right? Flowers are given for birthdays, you know, uh, anniversaries. Sometimes people are mourning too. So there's occasions for absolutely everything for what we have. And if we can apply that and change people's days, weeks, even lives, because I've seen that myself, it's impactful. And that's what's super fulfilling about what we do. And then so, so far, what has been the biggest hurdle? The biggest hurdle has been myself, I've learned, because shifting from a corporate environment to entrepreneurship, you are your own boss. And as great as that sounds, right? Everyone's like, well, you manage your own hours, you run your own rules. Yeah, it's great. 
but it's also terrifying because when you're not working, your business doesn't grow. And if and it's hard to create a balance of working hard and relaxing because when you're relaxing, you feel guilty that you're doing that and you're not working hard enough. And sometimes when you work hard during the day, you still don't feel like that's enough. So coming to terms with myself that I am enough, I am doing enough and I've done enough has given me so much clarity and even more energy to put towards my days and planning when it comes to Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Christmas, all the biggest holidays of the year, or any occasion for that matter, I can be present for it and not feel like I'm running behind. I believe in the product too. So believing in that, believing in what you do and what you do it, it for is a big, big driver in it as well. Um, that definitely helps. I believe in flowers, the power that they can provide to people, all of those things. And then how do you balance your personal time? Like how you say it's yeah, difficult. It's, it's hard, but you should be able to tap into what that personal time feels like, right? So for me here in Austin, Texas, it's getting my inflatable paddleboard that I keep in my trunk year round because I never know where I'm going to need it. <laughs> and it's happened. I take my paddleboard out to the lake, plug in some headphones, and I take my Jamba Juice and my Thunderclap subs. So if you're from Austin, it's the best subs in town. And I'll just chill out on my paddleboard and just sleep or I'll just meditate or I'll just listen to the music that I'm listening to and just lay down and, you know, be grateful. So it's moments like that moments of solidarity and disconnect that are able to reconnect me with those around me and my job. So it's essential. And like I said, you are able to come back and do your role 110 times better with so much more energy because you've given yourself the grace of finding time. Um, what would you give this chapter of your life? What title would you give this chapter of your life? That's a tough question because we're always striving to be better in some way, shape, or form. But truly, I would call this chapter the beginning. I think as a man, uh, I've learned a lot growing up, learned from a lot of mistakes, learned from a lot of different heartbreaks and heartbreaking, and then also making mistakes in my jobs and all of these things, I feel like I'm really coming together in my personal life and in my professional life to become the person that I've always aspired to become. And I truly believe that. So right now, my sight is looking forward. I, it's, it's easy to get stuck and look back and reminisce on what times you used to have. What's even more exciting is what could my future look like? Imagine that. Like if even just a year into this entrepreneurship life, I've surprised myself in so, so many ways. Imagine what next year can look like. That's what's exciting. That's what drives me to get up every single day. And that's just the beginning. That's year one. So what year two, year three, year four, even 10 years down the line is going to look like, imagine my team. Imagine the lives are going to change everything. So I'm excited. So stay tuned. What do you say that you would want to keep this in the family? Like when you have your family of your own? I, it's, that's an amazing question. I, it's not about me. It never is about me. Um, I want to be able to give my kids the same respect that my parents gave me. They didn't say, well, if you don't join the flower business, then we're just going to be super disappointed and let down. No, they've always been so supportive about whatever route I wanted to take. As long as it's the right route, right? I'm working hard and I'm making a living and I'm growing professionally and personally. They're all 100 and gung-ho about it, right? So they never had a form of resentment when I didn't show interest in the flower business initially. 
So I want to do the same for my kids. I want to give them the opportunity to grow for themselves, find their own interests, their own passions. And who knows, those passions and, you know, may be able to lead them back into the business someday. At the end of the day, your life is your own. You have no control over what other people do. You can only be there as a resource. And if, and that's really all you can do is just do your best in that regard. Be an example, show up, be present, all that stuff. And if people will gravitate towards that, great. Because those are the type of people one day I want working for my company. People that believe in it, have a drive and have a sense of purpose. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. And it's just the beginning. So we'll see what chapter 25 looks like or something. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, so the next question. How long did it take to make a comfortable ROI? So with an ROI, it's easy to get fixated on, obviously, that return, right? All the investment that you put in, time, the monetary aspect of things, you're very, very eager to show for success in some way, shape, or form. For me, that return has already been accomplished in a major abundance. Why? Because I feel that this product and my intention has been very authentic and passionate. I believe that we've been able to help a lot of people around the world. And I'll get into that um, with what we do currently. So while we're not at this very moment profitable and it takes a company maybe one or two or even three years to reach that point, we've done things that companies who have been around for decades have yet failed, has, have like maybe failed to do. Um, and so being socially responsible, giving back to the community, always providing a good quality service will bring you that return. We'll bring you repeat customers, good feedback on reviews, um, and just word of mouth. People will speak highly of you if you're authentic and you do your best. Um, so yeah, uh, I think, I think that's a pretty good answer for that. And what partnerships have you made? I know that you've had, um, with a well-watered or yeah, a company out in Africa. Exactly that. So when I first started Four Keeps, I knew that socially being socially responsible was in a requirement. You know, you have to give back. That's just the that's now having control over my own business. I that's something that I was always wanted to do. So I was stuck. Where do I begin? What do I do? What makes sense for what we do and what we can offer? Because um, flowers, you're limited to so many different types of forms of contribution in some way. So what I noted, what I wanted to do was keep it in the community. Let me look at local Austin nonprofits in my area and see which one resonates best. And so I came across this incredible company called WellAware. WellAware is based here in Austin, Texas. What they do is they build um, wells in East African communities in Tanzania and Kenya. And they've already provided over a quarter million people with access to fresh, clean water for the rest of their lives. Believe it or not, only $15 can provide a single person with clean water forever. And people say like, ah, like a hundred percent success rate. That's crazy. Like, what do you mean forever? Well, it's because all of their projects they initiate have all been successful. So up to their first project, up to their most recent, there have been no faults. They are killer at what they do. And what's great about it is not only are we able to give back in that fashion, but it happens to also go on brand. So with Floor Keeps, our roses, one of our specialties here at Floor Keeps is that our roses don't require water, but people do. So all of a portion of our proceeds that go towards our preserved products go back to well aware. 
And so it's a very cool partnership. We've been able to work on their gala events together. Our roses have actually made it over to Africa. And I've received images and pictures and um, videos of the tribe singing, holding one of my roses. Like that to me was next level. You want to talk about ROI? Like that to me was like, did I just peak like 10 months into this company? Um, so yeah, they're an incredible partnership. I love, love, love working with them. I believe in what they do. Uh, I've seen it firsthand. I hope to actually be in Africa. I'm going to miss it this summer, but I hope to be there in the upcoming year or so. Uh, so just be more hands-on and be a part of something very, very cool. That's life-changing too. Again, that fulfillment aspect of things. And you can't fake that, right? Authenticity is something you can't fake. And it's not about showing off or anything like that. It's being who you are and then people believe in that and the rest will take care of itself. Staying humble. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Would you say, would you want to go to South Africa? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to go. I've actually never even been to the continent before, <laughs> um, but I would love to get my hands dirty. I would yeah. love to get down in the wells, although I'm not an engineer and I, I, I may not actually be able to get my hands onto the well, <laughs> but to be there with the community, whether it is playing games, singing songs with them, learning about their culture, eating, playing soccer or something yeah. like that to me would be just incredible making their day, their week, their year. Um, that's, it's everything. And then I come back with, you know, feeling incredible that would push me to even, you know, drive towards more initiatives in, in the business. So. Yeah, I'd love to go. I think traveling is essential in growth. And maybe we'll mark it off as a business expense. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you have traveled. Where has been, so far, the best place that you visited? Uh, just in my personal life? Mm -hmm. Okay. So just getting away from Floor Keys for a little <laughs> bit. One of the best places I've ever been to in my life is going to be Brazil. Um, the reason why I choose Brazil is because I am a big soccer fan, for one. <laughs> I love the Latin American culture, too. And last but certainly not least, I went to go to the World Cup. I was able to go to the 2014 World Cup to go see my country play Colombia. Yeah. And that was insane. I mean, you're not just going to a soccer game, right? It's a stadium full of passionate people and you're all just united as one singing the same song there for the same reason because everyone loves this damn sport um and it is it, it changed my life i was like this is it's more than just being a person like a sport can unify thousands of people all over the world um and that was fairly incredible i've seen some other very beautiful beautiful places but in terms of where i was kind of shook I would say like going to Brazil and experiencing that World Cup was top of my list for sure. Yeah. What part of Brazil did you visit? Uh, so we were in Belo Horizonte. Okay. Um, yeah, we were in Belo and they had, you know, it was such a warm welcome. You get to the, you get to the airport and like everyone's already rocking jerseys. Everyone's wearing <laughs> different scars. Like people are coming in a week before because their team plays the next week. So you see Australians, English people, Argentinians, Iranians, eh, you name it. It's, it's crazy. Even just fans. If yeah. their team's not playing, they're going to go see some soccer. It's next level. Who would you say is your favorite soccer player? My favorite soccer time. player of all time. Oh, that's tough. So what got me into soccer, for any soccer fans listening, Ronaldinho absolutely <laughs> changed the game. And that's what made me a Barcelona fan early on. But as he retired, another player that helped shape me personally as a player uh, was David Villa. He was a Spanish player, absolutely murdered it in the 2010 World Cup. 
Uh, he was a big inspiration for me in the style that he played and the way he carried himself as a person too. Um, so yeah, I would say even then I still have his jersey, David Villa, and uh, a lot of Colombians would, would probably be like, "No, not signed." I wish, but a lot of Colombians would be like, "How is it not this person? How is it not that person?" Yeah. It's like whatever resonates best with you. But <laughs> all respect to my to me selection for sure. <laughs> That's amazing. For me, it was growing up with my dad. He loves soccer, and so it was definitely Carlos Pujol. Oh, nice, a nice. Lion, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an absolute monster. <laughs> yeah. he, he was a lion. For sure. And then switching up, what, so back to Floor Keeps, what is the most, or what has been that flower arrangement that you really liked most so far? So what's been very, very cool about this industry is that I've seen and built out a lot of interesting bouquets. Anything from glow-in-the-dark roses or roses that change color in direct sunlight. You expose, They start off white, you expose them into the direct sunlight, and they change into blue. Then you bring them back into the shade and they go white again. That was very, very cool because there's a whole science to it. And like the possibilities are endless, right? But to me, the most interesting bouquets or arrangements that we built have been the preserves. It's our roses that, the ones that don't need water. And all you got to do is just keep them inside and they're going to last you over a year or two. So we're not just selling the roses. We, in, we incorporate it with Italian foliages and bouquets and then we combine them to continue that preservation, right? So we're taking a bunch of different elements and still creating that same message. We're still floor heat. And it's very cool about our products is we're always switching out things every single season. So what you see in the fall, you won't find in the winter. So whatever you purchase in the fall, no one else will ever have again. And that's very unique. People love the idea of exclusivity and feeling unique. And that's exactly what we do. We provide a unique product for our customer. And then they get the privilege of taking that home and feeling that they are the sole owner of this one of one piece. And we continue to do that. And that's the cool thing about flowers is you can change them up in any way, shape, or form. So it's unlimited. There's no excuse to not find creativity. Is there one specific piece that I love the most? I can't say that there is because I'm surprised and enamored by the next one that's built. That's awesome. Yeah. And then have you had a customer so far that you like has been your favorite or like something that you've helped create a special project or like a wedding arrangement, something along the line? I have two. I have two. Oh, I have several, but I have two that really come to mind. One is a little bit more somber than the other one. Um, I'll start with, with, with the more sad one. Um, a dear neighbor of ours in our warehouse, you know, community, um, his girlfriend had passed. And so he came over, you know, very, 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 very sad, obviously, came into the store asking, hey guys, like um, this happened. Is there any way that I can find an arrangement for the funeral? Um, you let me know the cost or whatever, and I'm, I'm happy to oblige. And we're like, let's see what we can do. When is it? He's like, you know, the next upcoming days. So we need to act quick. We're like, look, let us get back to you tomorrow. Again, so sorry for your loss. Let's see what we can do. Of course, we built out this grandest arrangement for him at no cost. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's just, you know, it'd be silly to even charge anyone anything for that. Um, and it meant the world to him. Right. It's it's those details that that go along the way. While he lost something, he also gained something, which was hope and, you know, love and a sense of community. And that's our purpose. Right. So that's the return and investment when it comes to um, on a more brighter note. 
uh, and more having to act on my toes. Just last week, I had a had a couple walk in very early in the morning, the moment we opened up, and they walk in and they say, "Hey, our daughter's getting married today. Okay, do you mind putting together a bridal bouquet for us?" Keep in mind, I'm no designer. You know, we're not. We we can't just whip that up real quick. That's something that takes time, at least a month in advance, for us to execute, make it perfect. However, we do carry so many different types of products that we were able to come up with a solution. We have these beautiful freeze dried Italian bouquets, and they chose this off white, um, purple, lavender, lilac color mix. It's absolutely gorgeous. And they were like, you know what? That's perfect that's actually gonna work exactly what we need for the wedding and they took it they were smiling they're like how much is this i said oh around 30 bucks they were stunned at the pricing they said we we should charge more and i just let them know like that's not what we're here to do you know we're here to provide something that's affordable for everybody something that's unique um because the idea is we want you to come back right we want to be fair and even though these things last forever and you may not need to come back you're going to want to because we're always switching things up and so they went and I hope that their wedding went successful. You know, I hope, I hope it was beautiful. I hope to get pictures and that's really all you can depend on. Do you ask them like, Hey, can I have pictures of how the totally, event turned out? Totally. I let people know, like, look, I take the tip off of the cash register. Like there's no tipping for us. Like do not tip us. So what you can do is help us as a small business is help us provide some reviews. Uh, show me pictures, send me stuff. Let us repost your experiences. That's the biggest thing. Cause people like you that just walked in, we want people like you to come back. We want people to, like you to come in and say, I saw these amazing pictures on Google. I want something like that. And we may not have that anymore, <laughs> but we'll have something similar to it, if not better. So you may be lucky that day. So, yeah. <laughs> You're lucky. Okay, and then promo time. Where can we find this arrangement? What, like, social media? Promo time. Everything on <laughs> Instagram is going to be at Floor Keeps, F L O R keeps k-e-e-p-s um again everything you find is for keeps it lasts a long time no water required it's unique to you so it really is for keeps you can find us on all types of social media facebook instagram linkedin tiktok all the things but most importantly if you're local here in austin you can find us in south austin off of ralph Ablanedo and south congress all you gotta do just google for keeps and you'll find us all right, that's awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you we so much for it. having me. Thanks for visiting. <laughs> of course. Thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of Fate with Faith. This is the host, Raquel Maria. Catch you guys next time.